Yes, people. What the hell is going on? I think this is the theme song for anyone that is single. And uh, yeah, <laughs> after a while, you know what I mean? Your dick, your pussy is just screaming at you. Choke me, spank me, whatever. You know what I mean? <laughs> but. You know what I mean? This won't go on forever. It is all good. I think. <laughs> we will see what happens, right? Um, yeah. So, <laughs> nothing has really changed. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just, yeah. Just, uh, all manner of craziness is still going on. I have to say, last week was uh, pretty shit it was a terrible fucking week right so i get ill which you know what i mean whatever who really cares you know what i mean is is just like look i think most people are probably gonna get ill uh, during this time right um, it, it's just one of those things, right? It's not potentially the end of the day. Um, you know, what I mean? if if you're not in the uh, kind of danger bracket, it's whatever. You'll recover. It's fine. But um, yeah. So I was dealing with that, but you know, what I mean, still working because fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just like you can still struggle through, right? But as mentioned, right? So my boss not talking to me. Every like the people I'm fucking working with are pissed that I'm ill. Pissed that I'm ill, pissed that I'm working from home. Even though it's the motherfucking NHS. This is the just the thing that drives me insane, right? Then, at the end of the week, I find out those motherfuckers lay me off. Lay me off. But don't even have the, you know what I mean, the, the, just the guts to call me and tell me my, themselves. You know what I mean? So, yay. Fun motherfucking week. So, uh, yeah. I am currently... Looking for more fucking work, which is just god damn it. It's just irritating as a motherfucker, but not really spending much money, <laughs> which is which is a plus, right? So not going out, not spending money. That is one bonus of this this craziness. But um, yeah, yeah. I don't know, we'll, we'll see what happens But, um, yeah, I have to say Every time I keep on seeing these things Like, uh, sign this, like, join this campaign And then on this certain time of this certain day Everyone will clap for the end Go fuck yourselves Like, I hate all of that shit You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, clap for the I'm not clapping for anyone There is no one no one Like I would do that for You know what I mean Like if someone does me a solid I thank them But 
yo, I ain't signing up to this motherfucking, and I, look, don't get me wrong, I don't hate everyone that works for the NHS, I've, I've, you know, I dealt with some, a load of good doctors and nurses, and, and whatnot, but, an organisation as a whole, there are a lot of cunts that work here, (laughs) I have met uh, many of them, and it's just, what gets me is, it's just like, yo, you know what I mean, sign and give these people free meals, I'm like, I'm not doing, why am I giving my money, look, if as an organisation, you know what I mean, you want to give out free coffees, you want to give out free food, fine, that's on you, that's great, but I'm not giving my money so someone's getting, especially someone that's getting paid, <laughs> let's not get this twisted, right, motherfuckers are getting paid, right, they are getting paid, now, you might say, oh, they should be paid more, fine, do you read, but that's neither here or there, they're still getting paid, so, I'm not getting, it's like, I, I saw something on Twitter the, the other day, right? So, it might have been today. I can't even... Man, losing track of days. That's something for sure. But um, a, a doctor's car was broken into, right? And this comedian, Tez... Tez, Taz, I forget But he, he puts a post out and goes Oh, this poor doctor, his car's been broken into Hey, I've started a GoFundMe So we should all pay for this I'm like ah, Like, motherfucker His car was probably insured If not Why aren't you insuring your car, motherfucker So, the car's insured Right He's a doctor, so he's making Money, right I'm not saying he's making like tens of thousands, but he's still making money. So motherfucker can afford the Uber to work. You know what I mean? Like he can get to work, or he can buy himself a new fucking car, right? Santander are doing free bikes for doctors and nurses and whatnot, right? So he can ride a bike to work, something. And if this comedian who has been on TV a lot. You know what I mean? He, he, you know I mean? He, he's not the biggest comedian, but he, he's doing his thing, right? Which all power to him. You buy him a car. <laughs> you buy him a little run around. If that's how you feel. It just drives me insane with all these people being like, yo, you should give your money to. Not happening. People need to go fuck themselves. That's what I think about all of that Because, yo, they got money Right? Uh, uh, Are they gonna give me money to pay my motherfucking mortgage? Hmm? Is that what's gonna happen? I don't think so So, um, yeah (laughs) But, um, hmm Anyway Let's, um Let's talk about some other shit, right? I feel I probably ranted enough Okay Yeah, let's do that shit Okay, so I think um, Because we might as well just carry on with this shit, right Um, Yeah And these times um, Making people morons I really do think that 
like, you know, whether it's asking for money or stupid fucking videos of people like, oh, people, you should, I'm staying at home, so you should go fuck yourselves, all right, you self-righteous little motherfuckers, look, if, if people are gonna stay, they're gonna stay, if they're not, they're not, you putting up some self-righteous video ain't changing shit, okay, just so you know, right, now, there's this guy, okay, he's a con, yeah, a converse, converse, uh, conservationist, conversation, uh, a fucking, he <laughs> researches, like, animals and shit, the, the name for that beginning with C that I can't fucking pronounce, god damn it, um, well, yeah, so he was just working in Africa, so he's come back, and he has to self-isolate, fine, but there's a story about the fact that he's told his little daughter, who's probably, I don't know, two, three, something in the dumbass age group, um, but he's told her that he's still in Africa, and there's this whole thing about trying to feel sorry for him Because, oh, he's living in a field And, oh, he's told his stupid kid that he's in Africa still And it's just like, wait There's no need for the lie Right? If You know, let's just think about it, right? It's lying and stupidness like this that kind of breeds other shit down the line Because it's just like You can just say You can be like, yo um, I'll, I'll be with you in a couple In two weeks Okay, I'm just Like, I'm ill So, I, you know what I mean? I'm just uh, making sure I don't get you ill Just whatever Just say the truth it's like idiots like that that probably give you know what I mean the kids private names, stupid ass names. Oh, that's my dingle dongle. <laughs> oh, you going to the toilet out of your fluff fluff flung flung? You know, it's it's just that kind of moronic bullshit. There's no need for lying. This is like just tell the truth. Just say I am. Going to be uh, living somewhere else for a second. I'll be back in a couple of weeks. Because that's all it will be. You have to self-isolate for, what, two weeks? So, yeah, there's no need for the lie. And, you know, it's just like, oh, yeah, I've got this set up. And, oh, but, you know, I'm still getting hot food from my family who are living around the corner. So, if you know, He's like, oh yeah, I'm living in this van Oh, I'm living in a van It's like, look, bitch Your family house is just down the road So they could bring you bedding They could bring you whatever you want There's no sob story here You're trying to There's too much of this shit Of people trying to invent stories For news And it's just like, it's not a story it's bullshit. <laughs> like, if you really want to talk about people in hardship, do that. Because there's plenty of actual hardship and other shit happening right now. 
not someone who's living in their van five seconds away from their fucking house telling retarded stories to their dumbass kid that doesn't know any better. It's not a story. It's just dumb. Okay, in something that is just the weirdest, just, yeah, it's just a weird kind of thing. I don't know, it doesn't make any sense to me, right? So supposedly, convenience stores, which were classed as essential, right? They've been told that they can't sell certain things. Which is like, wait, what are you doing? Right, because you've got all the big supermarkets, they're all open, right? And the convenience stores which sell small little items and stuff like that. It's not like they've got a ton of toilet paper and kitchen rolls and, and you know what I mean, stuff like that. They might have a little bit of that, but the other shit they're selling is alcohol and confectionery. Right, so chocolate and crisps and shit like that, right? But they, like, people are trying to tell them that they can't sell Easter eggs. Which is, like, supposedly police and um, the local councils are trying to forbid them from selling Easter eggs, saying it's non-essential goods, Non-essential goods Like When we're in this weird time Okay And everything is crazy You kind of think that it Just anything That adds a little normal Normalcy Normal urgh, I don't know why I can't speak It's just uh, Things that Make life just Kind of like it always was, right? You'd think that would be a good thing. You know what I mean? Plus, alright? Plus, let's just think about it, right? They're allowed to stay open because they're selling certain bits. And if they weren't, the probably the people owning these are going to go bust. Right? So, why are you trying... To tell them what they can and can't sell Because it's not like they can sell sanitizer Do you know what I mean? Like a lot of these items are, hard, are supposedly hard to find So if they can't get these hard to find items What the fuck are they meant to be selling? Are they just meant to be open just because? It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. But luckily, luckily, um, the Association of Convenience Stores have just told them, yeah, pay no attention. <laughs> pay no attention to these morons and just sell your shit. And I respect the fuck out of that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because it's just like, yo, you started a business. 
you've been said that you're an essential business, people can't then tell you that you can't sell certain things unless, right, unless the local council are coming every day with big supplies of these goods and saying, listen, just sell all of this stuff. If that's what's happening, fine, because they're going to get custom. You know what I mean? They're going to get plenty of custom because people want these items. If that's the case, then fine. It's not the case, though. It's not the case. So, in that respect, you can't tell them that they can't sell certain stuff. It's ludicrous. It's absurd. Ugh. So, just... That's what I'm saying, people. These times are creating... Idiots, right? So not everyone might have the virus, but a lot of people do have stupidness. They caught that gene. That's what happened. But um, I feel I probably ran it about fucking Corona way too much. So um, yeah, let's move on to some. Let's move on to some other shit. Well, let's let's hit the other big. Talking point of the last week or so, right? Yeah, I mean, let's 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 fucking do that. Yo, I have to say, one thing that is kind of crazy, right, is the fact that it seems everybody, everybody you come into contact with, like over phone and whatnot. Yeah, obviously, we're not talking in the same room, people. But everyone you come in contact with has something to say about fucking Tiger King. <laughs> like, I I can't think of many other shows that have just galvanized people as much as this one. And I have to say, I'm not surprised. It's so fucking crazy. Like, if you haven't seen it. Like, you, you need to give it a watch because it is so batshit crazy. But what I find amusing is the fact now that there's all these articles from people that were in the show and they've all got like, oh, the documentary, it didn't portray me right. Oh, the documentary lied about this. Oh, the documentary was wrong about this. And it was just like, well, obviously you're gonna say that because, like, no one, <laughs> I mean, no one came across good in that show. <laughs> like, there was something the other day. I remember. It, um, I didn't bother reading it just because I just thought it was so laughable. But it was like um, it had the picture of the girl who had her arm. Bit off, well, her hand bit off, and it's like um the un the unsung hero of Tiger King. And I was like, wait, how are you calling her an unsung hero? She's the moron that put her hand <laughs> through a tiger cage. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? She put her hand through a tiger cage. Her hand got bit off. It's a bit like, well, 
Yeah, and but this is the f- crazy thing as well. Her hand didn't actually fully get bit off, right? She is told, and this is in the documentary. The, the this is like, oh yeah, the doctor said to me, um, you can either <laughs> go through. I think it was maybe like a year's physiotherapy. And to get the movement back in everything in your hand Or we can amputate it And she's just like Well, you know I decided to amputate it Because I didn't want the tigers to be blamed And it's like What? <laughs> Wait So you could You could have had a hand <laughs> You could have had a hand But you chose for your hand to get amputated because you didn't want to get the tigers to be blamed. Wait, no one was going to blame the tigers. Like, the blame was all on you. <laughs> like, you were always going to get the blame. So, you could have had the blame and two hands, but now you're just getting the blame and you've lost a hand. You're a moron. You're a straight-up moron. It's just, it just doesn't make any sense at all. But, yeah, like, <laughs> so there's this piece that I saw, and it's like Carol Baskin, like, complaining about the show. And the, the funny thing about it is, right, so she says that, um, you know, the docuseries has a segment devoted to suggesting with lies and innuendos from people who are not credible that I had a role in the disappearance of my husband, Don, 21 years ago. Um, now, the funny thing about that, right? The funny thing about that statement is within the series... Right, she's all gloating and happy when people like Jeff Lowe and uh, that really big guy. Gosh, I can't think of his name. I think it's, I want to say Greg. I want to say Greg, but I'm not sure I'm right. The one we see on the jet ski. You know what I mean? That one. Um, when they like call her up and start like talking stuff about, um, Joe, she's happy to believe them, right, without any evidence, so it's a one, when it's not against you, you are happy to take whatever people say, as long as it meets your objectives, but when it's on you, it's just like, wait, hold on, hold on, where's the evidence, oh, I don't think people should believe that But you, like, the amount of shit she was talking And, the, the, like, the whole thing about her And setting up the animal sanctuary And her big cat rescue And all of that shit When you, you have all the people Like, towards the end of the series Saying, wait, she bought tigers from us she pulled, like, loads of tiger cubs from us. And they supposedly had the records of those transactions. So it's a bit like, 
you're a liar. Mm. <laughs> like, yes, you may be campaigning and all of that now, but you bought Tiger Cubs, right? You bought Tiger Cubs and you are making money out of having Tiger Cubs. It's like she's very contradictory about all of those things. One other thing, yo, one other thing that I found out. Okay, so I was listening to Broad Topics. Yo, if you haven't listened to that podcast, people, you need to check that out. Kim Condon and Alex Scarlotta, hilarious. Um, and they are fucking crazy. <laughs> but Right, so there's a bit in the documentary series, right, and she's like how she met Don, the the guy she said they been accused of killing, right, and she's like, oh yeah, I was walking down this road and he approached me in a car and blah 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 blah, and um, <laughs> unbroad topics, Kim is just like that road is notorious for prostitutes, which isn't mentioned at all and the fact that she's like oh yeah I was walking down this road late at (laughs) like I think it was like late at night early in the morning right so now what Broad Topics said and yo, if that's the case, if this place is known for that and she's out at that time, kind of rings true. She was hoeing. <laughs> she was hoeing. That's hilarious. That is hilarious, right? All these crazy things that are, are kind of there. Kind of there, but you, you know what I mean she won't want to talk about that shit. And like, can I just point out, right? One thing, one big thing, because it's always like, um, oh yeah, people say that I ground my husband up in the meat grinder, but look at the meat grinder; it's not very big, and it's just like that doesn't mean anything. Like you could have hacked him up. You know what I mean? It, it's, it makes more sense that you put him through a small grinder to try and throw people off the scent. Because, yeah, you you like, look, they will have, you know, knives and all of that shit to hack up meat to feed to the animals, right? So, they could easily hack up a fucking body... You know, hack up a body and feed it through. Like, the size of the grinder doesn't really make any difference. So, it kind of throws out that kind of, oh, I couldn't have done it because look at the size. Yeah, it's all crazy, man. Tiger King. Fucking bananas. (laughs) And I don't... No one, no one from that show... Should be believed because they are all shysty ass motherfuckers. Fact. Okay, so let's end things with this. Um, and I think this is good news, right? So 
the whole Woody Allen uh, memoir situation has finally, finally come to a close because the book has been published. Yep, it has now been published um, by Arcadia Publishing. So, uh, yeah, if you want to read uh, Apropos of Nothing, hey, you can, which I think is a good thing, right? And um, so this is what, uh, you know, Arcade uh, said, right? We find it critical to hear more than one side of a story and more importantly, not to squelch the writer's right to be heard. Um, yeah, that's big, right? Um, also, when speakers are shouted down or even assaulted on campuses for simply having a different point of view, journalists are banned from press conferences and truth is too often dismissed as fake news. We as publishers prefer to give voice to a respected writer and filmmaker rather than bow down to the political correct pressures of the modern world. So that is what Jeanette Seaver, the co-founder of Arcade Publishing, had to say. And yeah, I don't think anyone can really complain about that this is a true thing right so when people like jordan peterson are like attacked at a campus when he's giving a lecture you know when people are you know kind of just victimized for saying something that doesn't conform with Yes, the you know the flavor of the month, right? This is a crazy thing because the only way you can have a real discussion is by letting all sides be heard, and you don't look. You don't have to like it, you know what I mean. You don't have to like it, but the, the, you know it should have a voice. Now, look, obviously. I think if someone's just gonna, you know, talk a lot of hate speech, you know, if if someone is just gonna say some vile shit, yeah, look, you you can understand why people don't want to hear that. But I think if you're saying that free speech is a big part of you know a society. Then you have to let those things be published. You know what I mean? And I think the 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 big thing is, right? So you you speak with your uh, you speak with your pounds. You speak with your footfall, right? So that that's the thing. Like if if you don't, you know, if you don't want to hear the shit, don't buy the book. Right. If you don't want to hear someone talk, don't go to uh, the venue where they're speaking. That's all you have to do. Like no one is forcing you 
to listen, to read, just to be a part of this thing, but to pulp a book, right, is kind of ludicrous. Because, you know, it hasn't gone to a court of law, there hasn't been a trial, right? So until there is, you know, I, I, I think it's kind of unfair to, uh, yeah, shut it all down. And look, there's definitely situations where things might not go to trial because of money. But, hey, I think mean, we can fairly say that <laughs> Dylan Farrow, you know, she's not poor. Like, she's got money. Her brother's got money. Her mum, obviously, has money. So, you read like, look, if there's a real case, they've got money. They can bring this shit to court. But they haven't. And I'm not saying that means that obviously nothing happened. Because, hey, no, that doesn't mean nothing happened. But I think... It's hard to kind of completely go This person should be shut down Without, you know, everything being heard Right? Now, and I've said this before Yeah, Woody Allen is a weird fucking dude He's a weird dude And, like, to in all honesty It wouldn't surprise me if this is true I can't say for certain You know what I mean So as I can't say for certain I'm not gonna say Dude should get locked down You know what I mean Like look You might not watch these films But yeah Just do that Just do that Alright You know what I mean I think that's the fairest thing Um, But hey People can think what they want. You know, like we don't all have to feel the same. But that's what this is all about. The different thoughts can be put out there. You know what I mean? But yeah, I don't know. Uh, all right, let's let's move on. Okay, let's just move on. Cool. Okay, people, 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 that we have been on a drought, but, yo, Chincheck is back, because we had fights, ah, we had fights, and from a grain silo, no less, it was definitely interesting to see how this all went down, um, it's like some fighters didn't touch hands and they were touching elbows at the start of the fight, which didn't make any sense because it's jujitsu, you're gonna be touching. <laughs> but, um, yo, yeah, we had some fun ass fights. Um, and the main event, oh, it wasn't crazy long, but it was interesting. Craig Jones against Kevin. Casey. So if you want to find out what happened at Submission Underground 12 after this, go check out Chin Check People. Do it. Okay, so this week I checked out um Vampires. It's a it's a French uh series on Netflix. And um 
yeah, it's uh, it's about vampires. <laughs> you know, it, it kind of says what it is on the tin, right? Um, it's from Benjamin Dupas and Isuria Pisani Ferry. They're French. I do not know if I am pronouncing any of that right. Um, and it's starring Kate Moran, um, Olia Amaria, Suzanne Clement, uh, Alokia Schneider, Dylan Robert, uh, Pierre Lottin, Juliette Kardinsky, and Monia Amanara. Yeah, I think I butchered all of those. Um, the gist of the show is this. A Paris teen who's half human, half vampire, grapples with her emerging powers and family turmoil as she's pursued by a secret vampire community. Okay, so, yeah, there's six episodes, and they're roughly about 40 minutes, 40 minutes per episode. Um, and, yeah, it's, look, it's interesting, it's an interesting show, um, you know, it, it kind of creates, um, you know, its own mythology, you know what I mean, it's, it's taking a, a different route into things, well, I mean, so we're told, you know, because, hey, it's, you know, we hear it, but these could be lies, as far as we know, you know what I mean, because, hey, there's a lot of lies being told right now, so, yeah, just because this is what has been told to um, some of our characters, hey, it doesn't mean... It's necessarily the whole truth But, um, yeah What we are led to believe is um, That it's a uh, It's like a virus You know what I mean? So, a genetic mutation that spawned vampires Which... I don't know, yeah, I think it must be a lie Because, you know what I mean, we're told it was like 50 years ago But then there's a character who's Oh man, like, I think she's meant to be 300 or something So, yeah, some of it's a lie But I don't know, I don't know But yeah, that that's what we're told It's like a genetic mutation um, And that's how everyone got their their fit powers that you're not you can't be turned by a bite you're either born that way or you're not so that's yeah that's the whole thing um and it starts off 
with um, Martha, who is the matriarch of this family that we're kind of focusing on. Like, um, she attacks Cecilia, Cecilia, hmm, yeah, who's the kind of head of the community, um, and yeah, so there's this whole to-do, um, and as part of the whole kind of craziness at the beginning, we we see that Martha's pregnant, right? So then it jumps 17 years and we are with um, Doña, who is the baby who we saw in Martha's stomach at the beginning, right? So she's at school and, yeah, like... We're kind of seeing some stuff, right? So she's got a an actual biological brother who's, I, I think, a few years older. Not too much older, but, yeah, a few years older. And then she's got another brother and sister who are a lot older. But they don't look... That much older because, you know, vampires, aging, all of that kind of thing. So, the two older brother and sister are straight up vampires. But Oinya and her brother, Andrea, they, um, yeah, supposedly, you know, they don't have any of the signs. They can go out in sunlight, um, but they've been, they're given a cocktail of tablets each day by their mum. And so this kind of series, it's taking you through the whole kind of thing where, you know, Andrea tells the Oinya that, hey, I've stopped taking my tablets and I'm fine. So... It, instead of <laughs> you know just doing the normal kind of thing, I think we can all guess what happens, right? And so it's then this whole big thing of you know her tr- dealing with the onset of powers uh, and learning to cope, but now. You know what I mean? Because at the beginning, like, she didn't have any. And so things were kind of fine with the community. But now she's showing signs. And the community are worried that she's going to, you know, reveal herself, which will reveal everyone to the wider world. Because she has no experience of... Handling this shit So then we get into this whole Kind of crazy situation Um, And so yeah Like the interesting stuff is Like the family, the community This kind of lineage thing 
It is kind of what the the Blade TV series started to do. Well, kind of said it would do, and then we got just a terrible TV series. Uh, but um, yeah. So it, it, you know, I mean, it, it's got this kind of big commun- vampiric community that. We don't really see until, like, we get towards the end, and then it all kind of goes crazy, right? But the idea of this kind of underground structure, that's pretty interesting. Uh, Now, the thing is... We do run into a lot of the cliches A lot of the cliches that we find in um, this stuff, right? Um, Like they throw, they want to throw in this kind of love triangle Which is a twilight thing You know what I mean? It's just a bit like, ugh, do we really have to do this? It's just dull, it's kind of boring You know what I mean? And especially because they want to make one the bad, kind of the bad boy The dangerous one you know, it, it, they, it's, Like, it's just treading old ground It's doing things that we've seen before over and over and over again And you just want people to do something a little bit different You know what I mean? So the whole suppressing the powers and all of that kind of thing That was interesting Right But Yeah Just the cliches Are are the thing that really hurt this And I think, look Six episodes is good But There is an issue with I guess it's the pacing of the show Now what I mean is, because you you have things which, you know, if played out differently, you can buy it. So it's when the brother's just like, hey, I stopped taking my tablets, you should stop taking yours. And we just get a, okay, I'm going to stop. You read? And look, if, if they played it like she's just like... Hmm, that's interesting And then does a little bit of research Maybe Maybe she's trying to find out information of her mum And so she then slowly starts to wean off them And does it in a certain way I think it's more believable But I think a big problem with this is With so many situations People just say, hey, oh, you mean, like, someone might go, listen, you shouldn't do that, or you should do this, or that person's a liar, and then the other person just believes them, just straight off, giving, there's no questions, nothing, it's just straight up believing, even when, even when there's kind of been evidence Because a certain character has lied in the past Or done some other bullshit But then they just straight up believe that person And it's just weird Because 
yeah, that shit doesn't happen, you know what I mean, I mean, it's kind of like, you don't just believe someone straight out the gate, and, and especially when it's like someone you don't know, right, because these are kind of situations a lot of the time when it's, you know, going from like, oh, you shouldn't, your mum's a liar, and it's just like, wait, you, the mum's been keeping them safe all these years and been doing certain things all this time, but one person who they've just met will say, Oh, she's this, or blah blah blah, you should do this. And they're just like, Yeah, fine, okay. And you're just like, Look, there, there should at least be dialogue, there should all, at least be questioning. You know, but there's none of that, and that is odd, that's odd, and it just kind of, it throws you out of the situation, right, um, there's also, (laughs) there's a few things that happen that don't get brought up again, like, there's an attempted murder, right, there's, like, one person sends someone else to their death, and they they only just escape, but then it's brought up once. You know, they go, "Oh, you shouldn't trust him." They did this to blah blah blah, and then it's just like, "Oh no, they wouldn't," and that's it. That's all we get from that situation, and it's just like, wait. You're not going to ask? Because it's easy to collaborate. But yeah, it's just kind of forgotten about. And you're just like, what? Like, they would have died. (laughs) And, And it's just left. Okay. Then there's um another character. Like... Basically tries to rape Anya, I think, yeah, a couple of times, a couple of times, just straight up rape, but (laughs) that's all forgotten, it's all forgotten and we get a thing at the end, and you're just like, wait, huh, really, what the fuck? So that's weird. We've got a character going against their mum. And you're just wondering, but why? Because there's no real reason why they're doing it. And it's not and it's also it's not like they've they're, they're fully showing that they've gone the other way. Because they're still doing some shysty shit. Right up until the very end Right, so it's a bit kind of like What is the most Like, what's the real reason here And it's gotta be more than just They wanna fuck someone Right, there's gotta be a bit more But yeah, we're not really given anything And so yeah, there's a lot of weird shit That happens with no rhyme or reason, 
You know, there's a doctor that gets it on with a kid, basically. I mean, not quite, but kind of, right? And it's just like, wait, huh? Where the fuck did that come? Like, really? Just, just like that. That's just happening just like that. It's just very odd. And the end. Uh, someone dies at the end. Um... Which I don't think is a spoiler because, hey, firstly, I haven't said who. And secondly, people always die in these things. So you know there's going to be people dying, right? So, yeah. But, yeah, someone dies. And it just the way it happens is very predictable. And it's just very... Doesn't make sense. Like, there's no need for it. There's no... Just... Yeah, it's stupidness. There's a, there's a lot of stupidness that taints the interesting aspects of this show, which is a shame. Because yeah, there are there are these points, there are these things in it that are, that are interesting, and it could make for uh, some compelling viewing. But it does get spoiled. It really does get spoiled with the this other weird shit that they've decided to throw in. But, but, okay, I will say, I'm probably not the audience for this, right? I, I you know, I feel that this is very much aimed at your kind of, um. Fuck your Twilight fans, right? Is is for those people, or um, was it the Divergent series or your Maze Runner series, um, Vampire Chronicles? Your um, oh, what's that one? Ah, oh, God, um, with the woman from the piano, um, Anna Paquian. Anna Paquian, that's the one, right? Suki, I think her name was in the show. But I can't think of what the hell that show was. But um, yeah, it was big. It, uh, it went it seemed to go on for ages, and it was shit. <laughs> but yeah, people that like that show, right? I think yeah, people that love all that. This will be in your wheelhouse. You know what I mean? This is definitely aimed at those people. Right? So, yeah. If if you like those shows, if that's your cup of tea, then I would say that Vampires is, yeah, all you. All you. So, go check it out on Netflix. Have fun. Um... You know, it's definitely, the way it ends, it's definitely set up for a second season. Who knows if that will come. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. It, it very may well do. Very may well do. It's, oh dear, oh dear, that's that's bad, isn't it? Um, yeah, I think it'll probably happen. Um, 
So yeah, there you go. This is some more fun stuff for you to watch during this lockdown, people. But yeah, go check it out. It's vampires. Oh, it's French, but um, I watched the dub. I watched the dub version, and um, yeah, not bad, not bad. You know, the voices did pretty much match up, um, and fit the characters. So yeah, not a bad dub. Not a bad dub. Have fun. Okay, so I've just read a re- an interesting book. You know, uh, and so this book first came out in, I think it's 2016. And I'd seen it floating around. And to be honest, I hadn't really, I hadn't really considered it. And it's because uh, I think it's a subject and it's, it's the descriptions that you read the books, you know, that blurb that you find on a website. And on one place, like, it, I read it and I thought, okay, like, it could be good. But I don't know if I want to take a chance and spend, uh, you know, this money on something. Because it's an idea that's been around for a while. But. A lot of times when you read these sort of things, they go in a certain direction that is just very dull. You know, very played out. And I wasn't sure. But Audible had one of their sales on. And, um, you know, sometimes at one night and night and you're just like, fuck it. Let me, let me try this, you know. So, um, yeah, that's what I did. And I picked up The Power by uh, Naomi Alderman. Um, it was narrated by Adoji Andoa, uh, Thomas Judd, Emma Feeney, and Phil Nightingale. So, really good voice cast, which, you know, that always, it always does help people. It really does. So, this is the gist of the book. Uh, the power, um, sorry, in the power, the world is a recognisable place. There's a rich Nigerian kid who lounges around a family pool. A foster girl whose religious parents hide their true nature. A local American politician, a tough London girl from a tricky family. But something vital has changed. Causing their lives to converge with devastating effect. Teenage girls now have immense physical power. They can cause agonising pain and even death. And with this small twist of nature, the world changes utterly. So, yeah. You know, and look, as I said, we've come across books, films, TV shows that have kind of played on this, you know, the the whole role reversal, women in power, what's everything going to be like, and also, like, how many times have you heard, oh, the world would be such a better place if women were in charge, and, um, yeah, there's been a few people that have done it in a way that's just, like, kind of shown the realities of things that really there's not a lot of difference 
You know what I mean? Like, people want to think, oh, if these people were in charge, everything would be fine. But mm, when you break it down, shit's just going to be the same, you know? Um, but yeah, Alderman tells the story in, a, in an interesting way. Because essentially, like, she uses this, um, like, framing technique where... Um, we start off, okay, so we start off, uh, and we've got an author, um, Neil Adam Armon, um, yeah, I think that's it, so we have this author, and he has written this book, and he sent the manuscript to another author that he highly respects, and who's a lot more successful than him, her name is Naomi, I don't believe we get a surname, but yeah, her name is Naomi, and so it starts off with Naomi, and she's just, you know, she's writing a message to Neil, something like, um, oh, thank you for sending me this, uh, I really look forward to reading it, oh, just, like, reading the blurb sounds interesting, so you're writing a book where men are in power, Okay, alright, I'll give it a go <laughs> But yeah, it sounds a bit preposterous But yeah, fine, I'll check it out So that's how it starts And then we go into um, Yeah, this world This this new kind of um, Situation That's being created And You know, so the book as it said, it follows these different people. So we have um uh we have uh Ola Tunde Edu, um who for the most of the book is just known as Tunde. And uh so yeah, he's the rich guy lounging around the pool. Um we got Roxy Mank, who is a um a young girl whose family were involved in, um, crime, yeah, you know, little kind of gangsters, as it were, uh, we've got Margaret Cleary and her daughter Jocelyn Cleary, and, um, Margaret is an American politician, so it's another angle on which things will play out, also got, uh, Alison Montgomery Taylor, um, and she, you know, she's a foster, a foster child, and, um, Tatiana Moskovlev, um, yeah, who was, um, married to a president of a country, so, yeah, we, we have these characters, in which the story revolves, uh, I think, uh, I think we start with Alison, I think that's how it starts, and, yeah, it, it, it's not great, <laughs> you're just like, oh no, oh this is terrible, like why, why, but it's very pivotal. It's it's very pivotal, 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 pivotal. Hmm. 
it, 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 the story leads back to it. Yeah, I'll just say that. The story leads back to this um, situation, which is interesting, okay? But yeah, so we start there, uh, and then I think we go to Roxy and her origin story, which again... Not a great situation Kind of bleak You know We have all these tragic kind of beginnings Well, we have two Because Tunde's It's not so much Like Tunde's story And the way that starts off is, is in Actually, let's come back to that Because yes, Margaret She's a um, She's a politician and she then, the way she comes across the power, it's like her daughter triggers it in her. But as it, look, as it as mentioned, the power kind of hits uh, like 14, 15-year-old girls. So it's, it's kind of an analogy for, um, you know, puberty. So when the girls kind of hit puberty And it's, I guess it's you know, because, you know, it's different for everyone But it's around that kind of time When they might be having their periods So this power comes But then the girls can kind of trigger it in older people And so that's what Jocelyn does for Margaret and Margaret then kind of realises, I mean, it gives her confidence in her political career, which then kind of, you know, rockets from there. So we have her, and that's how she comes. And as I said, look, Tunde, Tunde's beginnings are kind of weird. And I think the Tunde part of the story is the part that is a little bit, Frustrating for me I might say Um, Just so it starts And Like Tunde Like look He doesn't rape a girl But he's mad creepy You know Like he's mad creepy Uh, But then So we we have this situation um, And Like the story kind of moves and it sets Tunde up as a journalist. Ay, that I always found just a bit like because you know, recording videos, a journalist does not make you, you know. So, I think if we spun it like um, Tunde as an influencer. Right, so if that was a story, Tunde is an influencer. Tunde is a vlogger. I that reads better. I mean, for me, because the journalist kind of point going, oh, now he's a journalist. It's just a bit like, well, he's not. Like he really isn't. You know, because Tunde's still a bit of a creep <laughs> But it's like, you know, the story kind of starts Tunde's a virgin You know, 
And he wants to get laid So Yeah, at the beginning He's now using this newfound success To, um, you know Get laid And do his thing But then as it goes on It's just like, oh, so now he's looking to break this And do this And blah, 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 blah Which is all well and good But I think there's certain instincts There's certain kind of things that a journalist will do And Tunde ain't doing those things So I, it just was a bit irksome for me Going, oh yeah, Tunde the journalist But that is, you know, it's a part of the story it, it, You know, it's an intertwining thread But, you know it doesn't take away from the other bits And the other bits are very interesting You know, I did Yeah, I, I, I did enjoy reading Like these things Because I think, for me it as Look, with previous stories That kind of revolve around this kind of topic We, we often It's done in a certain way, right? So, the Women are, yeah, they're definitely going to run the place better They're definitely doing things in a a lot better way But, you know, I I think the whole, the thing of, you know Power corrupts, corrupt, um, and, and corrupts corruptly Something like that, you know what I mean, right? And so this is the thing, it's just like, look And we've seen it when, like, you've had Female mayors And you know they still corrupt They're like female Like presidents of countries That you know You find about all the atrocities They've done Like it's a power thing It's not really a gender thing Because once you get to a certain place You're then like Oh now I'm untouchable Now I'm gonna do some shit and I think that's what we start to see Like um, There's there's a scene With these With a girl trying to rape a guy And you're like Yeah, that would happen you know? And that's at the, the t- Towards the beginning Then there is another one Where the, Something happens around sex And it's one of those situations that you hear about You know what I mean? Like, at the beginning, everyone's into it But then it kind of goes on And they're a bit like, no, uh, alright, let's call it quits But then, you know, people are a bit like, eh, no, we're going to continue And so we have a lot of these role reversal kind of situations That we're seeing Which is interesting and I did appreciate the fact that Alderman wasn't kind of trying to say that Oh yeah, it's going to be bliss with women in charge You know, she did play it fair She did And again, look, it's one of those things where It depends on the person You know, some people are power hungry Some people aren't And that's what we see here as well We see some women being like Look, I'm not sure I like this situation Um You know let Can't we tell the guys Look, I just want to meet a guy I just want to be And so it's all playing like this 
But on top of all of this, right, we have this kind of um, a voice talking to a character. And it's just like, oh, so what actually is that? You know, is this a uh, form of um, schizophrenia? Like, is it something like that? Like, what is the voice? Is it a real thing? You know, or is it just a, a, a personality trait? So we have this, which are just like, huh, interesting. And there's a lot of different power plays and things like that happening in the book Now There are time moments Where you're thinking Okay Would someone really do that After that was done to them You know There's certain things that happen You're just like Oh God damn it Yeah that ain't good And it's just like Hmm I don't know I kind of feel they would go in a certain way So yeah There's a few moments where Things happen in a certain way and you're just a bit like, I don't know if that would. But it's fine. Because, you know, the story is pretty balanced. It is pretty fair in that regard. So you can let a few things, you know, slip through the cracks, as it were. Um, Now, it does get really interesting towards the end. Right? Because... Once, you know, when everyone's on this level playing field, you know, in the female camp, right? So everyone has this power. But then once someone, you know, their situation changes, what's happening? So we see, you know, we see things like this. We we have an understanding of the voice, which is very interesting, but also, as I said, look, the, the thing that happens to Alison, we get more clarification on that. And I think with, with these things, with the, with the, the whole re- revelation on the voice, the, the new power kind of balance, and then the revelations on Alison... It does kind of go to you. It's not really gender. It's power, people. It's power. And so that's really interesting. You know, I liked the... Because at a point you're just like, oh, where's this going? But then, yeah, the shift that happens, that really does kind of put the pigeon amongst the... um. What? No, 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 it's not the pigeon amongst the, yeah, who's scared of a pigeon? No, it's a fox in the um pigeon coop, um, or whatever, you, look, you know what I'm saying, but it does that to the story, and you're like, oh, oh shit, interesting, but yeah, so then that's the book, so then... We go to a conversation, another conversation between um, Neil and Naomi. And so then they're talking about the story and, oh, you know, as authors will do, you know, if, if you're critiquing someone's work. it's So it's just like, hmm, 
okay, so do you think people are going to believe this, and do you think, you know, this, and bum, 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 and so it's very interesting on that regard, but we do, as I said, look, there's a lot of these flip situations, you know, because look, when you, there, there's all that talk about Shakespeare possibly being a woman, and having to, you know, write as Shakespeare for the work to be noticed, but then there's other, there's a, look, we know there's a lot of other female authors that at a certain time had to publish under a male pseudonym, so, like, that situation comes up, there's a lot of things that come up, um, there's, there's this one bit, it's funny, because, obviously, you know, as they're talking about, oh, like, societies, like, you know, all these bad things that ha are happening to men, it's crazy, you know, I don't think anything like this would ever have happened to women, you know, like, they're culling men, they're killing men, ba male babies, like, what kind of society would have done that to women? No one. Um, you know, they're like doing this thing, because they talk about this thing that's done, that sometimes is done to like males, that means that they can, like, they, the, for, for them to have enjoyment of sex, it would have to come from the woman. Like, she would have to allow them to, in, have pleasure, or sometimes as well, like, the male can't get hard unless the woman does a, a thing to him, and so, you know, they're, they're talking about that, and it's just like, you know, like, oh, that's a trick, that's crazy, that would never happen to women, but obviously, we, we have all the, um, the female genital mutilation, that's just atrocious, it's crazy, so we have that, like, everyone knows that, you know, in India, in Japan, um, female babies were getting killed, you know, that's why the law was changed um, ages ago, in Japan, was it Japan or China, where, um, you know, like the one baby rule, people, because people are having, like, um, girl babies, and going, eh, no, killing them, and then trying again until they had a male, because they're like, well, the men go to work, and they make more money, bum, 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 you know, so it, it's just kind of flipping all of these kind of things, which is amusing, because of the, it's the way it's depicted, it's the way it's told, but, um, yeah, in a book that could have been just a bit bashy, a bit like, oh, yeah, obviously, women are better, women would do this, and we get a nuanced look at things that kind of show, like, just the reality of, you know, power corrupting, you know, and things happen to the people, you know, for the people in charge, that's how, you know, society works, essentially, um, and yes, there, there were, you know, a few things that I, you know, I thought 
didn't quite work for me. Like the Tunde bit, like and there, but there were moments where, like Tunde as a character is very good, you know. But yeah, there's certain points of it that were just a bit like, ah, no. But you know, for the most part, I yeah, I did thoroughly enjoy this book. It is it was interesting, um, yeah, I'd recommend it. So I I have heard it is getting turned into a TV series. So hmm, I mean it'll depend. It needs to be on uh, I don't know something like HBO, Netflix, Amazon, something like that because it can't be watered down. Like for this to work and why it worked. In the book was because it just kind of talked about a lot of shit, you know, and we had certain things depicted that are just like, oh, yeah, that's not getting shown on the BBC. So yes, I think as a TV show, it will work, but depending on the uh, the channel it lands on. But yes, people, um. Obviously, I would say, look, if you're a fan of Margaret Atwood, that kind of stuff, yeah, you'll like this. Um, But I just think, look, if you enjoy good storytelling, then yeah, you'll want to check this out. So it's The Power, and it is from Naomi Alderman. So uh, yeah, go, um, go check it out. And... If you get it on Audible, you get a really good um, voice cast, you know, bringing the story to life for you. So I highly recommend that. All right, people, have fun. Okay, people, so, um, yeah, that's us for another week. Um, yeah, let's end with a bit of, uh, TV news, and, um, yeah, then we're gonna buck out, alright, so, um, I mean, I have no real clue about this, I don't don't think I've ever watched any Law and Orders, but, um, Christopher Meloni? He's, he used to be in Law and Order SVU. I think that's Special Victims Unit, right? Um, so, he is meant to be reprising his role of Elliot Stabler in a new spin-off. So, Dick Wolf recently signed a, um, a, a big-ass deal with NBC Universal, right? To... Um, Yeah, to make new series and spin-offs and all of that kind of business Makes sense They've, you know what I mean, they're launching their streaming platform So they need content So he signed this big deal And I think the first project of this is an SVU spin-off And so yeah, it's going to be starring Maloney um, and so I think the idea is that it's some um, kind of 
moving around an NYPD organized crime unit that uh, Stabler is heading up. Um, that's, yeah, that's as far as everyone knows. It's getting a 13 episode straight to series order. So, um, yeah. Fans of SVU are probably happy about that. Now, this, this is some big shit that I'm like, yo, this is great. But um, ESPN and Netflix have a, a new documentary series called The Last Dance, right? So it's 10 parts and it's about Michael Jordan and... It's covering um, when he came back to the NBA for, I think it's the second, yeah, the because he retired, came back, and this is the second time he came back. So it's following him and the Bulls making that run for a sixth NBA championship in 1998. And this was smack bang. When I was like, yo, deep into the NBA. You know what I mean? I, I think that was. No, so that was just after I um, had foolishly, foolishly ed- tried to enter. Well, I did enter. I entered a free on free basketball competition. Um, and I would have been on. I would, like we had a spot in a fucking competition um and the night before we got a call from Alton Bird who was just like yo taking a motherfucking phone call from Alton Bird now when we like being that deep that time it was like Alton Bird you knew who the fuck he was and it was just like him calling to go yo guys we kind of overbooked Would you mind stepping out? And it was just like Thank God <laughs> I think the realisation had hit us Just before the call Like We're not that good <laughs> We're not that good at basketball I can't I have ne- no fucking depth perception Like I, I never make a basket like anytime I make a basket, it was just like, yo, I was good at dribbling. Yo, so I was good at dribbling um, and all of that and passing, which is kind of weird because I don't know how I'm good at passing when I can't really, I have no depth. You know what I mean? It makes no sense, but I was good at passing. Um, but yeah, could not make a basket to save my motherfucking life. So yeah. So this time, 98, was mad deep into the shit So, um, oh, and I remember the finals against the Utah Jazz God damn, that was fire So yeah, um, yes, (laughs) tangent, jeez But yes, so this series, um, it was meant to come out in May but it's been moved up, so it is now gonna drop on the 19th of April. So that's pretty, yeah, 
that's great that's awesome um i'm hoping that it's gonna be hitting netflix at the same time because yeah i really want to watch that um and yo let's end with this so all you rick and morty fans what what well the fourth season will be coming back very soon right so um yeah there's i think there's five more episodes um and they're gonna start again on the third of may uh which is all good i haven't actually started the full season yet but i don't like because of this bullshit right so they started the full season in november started in november but then it goes on a break it's ridiculous I think it's 10 episodes, right? So why 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 do that? Just show them back to back. But yeah, once um it starts again in May and then it finishes, then I can jump on that shit. So um yeah, looking forward to that for sure. Um but people, that's us. We are uh, yeah, we're done. We are done. Um, which is, uh, awesome, um, yeah, let's, um, see what the fuck happens, right, uh, you know, maybe, um, (laughs) there's gonna be more, uh, irritating shit to, um, talk about next week, I imagine that, uh, but yeah, we'll, we'll try not to be as ranty. But uh, people, enjoy your isolation, have fun, and um, enjoy choking and spanking it. Alright, peace!